0: Hey everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time and you can still win playing Underdog Fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100.
1: We would love to have have Kelvin back. The sky's the limit. He's only going to get better Uh, because of the way he works. You know, when you love something as much as he loves football, you you can't help but get
2: better. Stepping up, stepping up, fires it deep downfield. What's Calvin Ridley? Calvin's out there, Calvin's got it. Five
3: yard line, into the end zone, touchdown. Trevor Lawrence to Calvin
2: Ridley for the score.
1: Yeah, Josh will be a jammer. Third and three,
2: Young goes down again. And it's Josh Allen. Boy, they're starting to pin their ears back. Fourth for this Jacksonville defense. you gotta take a competitive football
1: team and turn it into a champion. That's that's not easy, but that's our job.
2: You only
0: get so many windows in this league, and and we feel like with the personnel that we have and we'll continue to add, you know, our window our windows now.
2: 1010 XL ninety two point five FM presents. Jaguars today with your host Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Oh my pocket, Dylan Denmark.
0: All right, everybody, no fabrication, no speculation, <laughs> just Jaguars today. That's right. Tom McManus on <laughs> a Friday. Good morning, Tony Smith. Good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Back. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Pockets. How's it going? Morning. What's up, man? I don't yeah, know. Man. I'm feeling like kind of poorly today you know uh, i don't think i'm sick i think i might have ate
4: something though you know not, just, yeah not sitting well you know how it is Yeah, you right? get heavy yeah you're just
0: kind of loaded like, and ah, it's gonna try to sit as, as your i your belt that'll dude.
4: help you know what Unloosen. am belt. you know what belt. i did
0: i forgot to wear a belt today
4: oh even better you know what in that yeah, cr- like yeah. I, I always wear a belt <laughs> yeah
0: and I looked down, I'm like, oh, look at yeah, me. I got a belt on. You know? Yeah. You, you had to check. I had to check. Well, because sometimes jeans fit so good, you don't that, need a belt. The, that, well, this is Awaken 180 jeans now, man. These oh, are jeans cool. I haven't
4: worn in over 20 years, and they fit great. Did you go off the course, maybe, and you're feeling a little, you know, not
0: no, feel good. no, I just go I go rogue on the plan. I did not go rogue on the okay. plan. I just, uh, it
4: happens to us all. I, oh,
0: know. I know. Look, I, I've gone rogue he from time to time. He ate five
1: Big Macs and his stomachs <laughs> <out. No. laughs> in his
0: stomach. No, in all seriousness, with the with Awaken 180, I lost all the weight, right? Yeah. Like, I've got a full cheat day in there. I could probably do two, honestly. They really? yeah, like we're points so at
4: points. You add up points or no, something? It's no, it's just, it's uh, you know, just.
0: The kinds of food you're eating, the the good. frequency, when you eat them, things like that. Okay, it's been great, man. It's beautiful. Uh, been good so far. You know what? I was so proud of you.
4: Of me? Yeah. Oh. You. <laughs> Came in here today,
0: Tom Tony. You know you want to shove it right in my face. Oh right? yeah, a little for bit. Sure. Oh, I just wanted to surprise you. I know, you. but like, look at me. I brought my own headset today. And what what's the issue with your headset over there, Tommy? What's going on, huh?
4: Ah, it's got a lightning uh, connector, (laughs) not, you know, what I needed for the... Dang studio. You're getting I there, I though. Him. You're getting I there. I thought I had you. So, and I was over here, like, because it was all tangled. I'm trying to get your guys' attention. I'm going, um, um. you guys are paying no lick to me whatsoever. I'm thinking I'm all cool. I just assume Can he's I unraveling
0: get... somebody else's headset. I like grabbed grab
4: the adapter off the other desk. I'm like, this is going to be great. And as was go to flight. Like, Oops. Son of a gun. So if anyone has a <laughs> lightning <laughs> to a
0: 1 18th or 1 quarter inch male adapter, yeah, um, please. Uh, uh, now nah, we're good. I think we I'm going to come back yeah. strong, Next week we've made her. it if i remember tom um, i was thinking this the other day when was the first radio you did about 18 years ago was it maybe a first little longer first radio was maybe longer, longer than that
4: yeah wow, 21 years 03 okay when we came into uh me and Wydell came into audition at at the other station at where other, you were the, the um, other station well you don't know well, you, i know i told you I I'm, I'm with you bro i worked for may them, they, too i mean i was they, over there too for a few years they,
0: now, I wouldn't anyway. tell you like what, what I'd like them to do, huh.
4: but yeah, two thousand and
0: three, and then the real deal with me and Wydell yeah. was so much fun. We it really blast. was. Um, it was I, look, it's been a, an interesting journey. I was thinking yep. about that because I mean, the ten ten has been awesome. here. It uh, for it was it had its moments. It you did. know, it, we, it had yeah, its no, place it in in uh, Jacksonville lore yep. uh, back in the day.
4: Yeah, I think we're better today than we've ever. Like, oh, these bro. Past yeah, years, yeah. I mean, we were both young. I mean, I was young still, bullheaded. So we, uh, total, still
0: am. Oh, yeah, right, and we, in many ways, probably yeah. both of us. Just, but we've yeah. we've mellowed a little bit. Yeah, I think we you can. Got me- to. We mesh better. You got to, Tony. Man. We're like Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. Sure. Sometimes <laughs> it's great, no, and you love it, and that. you want to pay us. Uh, franchise tag level uh, money, mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. times We're more consistent than that, Mike. Other times, you're running this out of town. Yeah. Um, we the Jags lose their passing game, yeah, coordinator to the Tennessee Titans. You, mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, does that work? The second year in a row, they lost Jim Bob Cooter the year before. Right. We liked how they had that group of former quarterbacks around Trevor, and right. he had a very successful 2022. Yep. Wasn't as successful this year. Don't know if that's directly at all related to Jim Bob Cooter's absence, but um, is this anything like when you lose a guy in the division like that? Do yeah. you are you concerned? Like he knows your personnel. He knows what you like. He, you know he like he knows the strength of your own guys. Yeah. That it, it may not help him as much as it might help whoever's coordinating that defense for Tennessee.
4: Yeah, I mean there there's some of that, but I mean today, I mean. You, you, Pretty much should know your opponent every so you know what I mean? Like to having a little bit of inside information, sure that would that would, you know, help mm-hmm. tilt the scale a little bit, but I wouldn't put I mean if you know, you I, I think Doug would be like, I'm happy you know, you're happy for part of your tree to go get another opportunity, right. a bigger opportunity. He's happy for me. That's a big job. And to go from passing so what does that say? I mean, year before Jim Bob Cooter, right? Mm-hmm. He he leaves. Went to the Colts. Uh this year Trevor didn't have that great of a year overall, and they still went after the passing game coordinates. So right. Something's good. Well, and, and right, you know uh, what I mean? Like something's yeah. gotta be good there. They don't they don't make that move. Jag's former linebackers coach, uh,
0: Zach Orr got Saw the defensive that. coordinator yeah, job man. now with the Baltimore Ravens. So yep. good for him. Yeah, man. Moving up the ranks as well.
4: Absolutely.
0: You want him to come after your guys because yeah. that means your guys are doing, doing a good something. job. Yeah, you're you know? doing
4: something right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's I think it's a tip of the cap almost. You know, like if you could say to your, hey, look, I've got two guys that are now, you know, getting better positions, moving up the ranks.
0: You saw what the the Browns did. They allowed Bill Callahan out of his contract to go coach with his son, Brian Callahan, right? Brian's now the head coach with Tennessee. And and Bill's renowned as one of the better offensive line coaches, so that doesn't help us that he comes into the AFC South. But I know there were some people, Tony, that were hoping that, Maybe Zach Taylor would reach out uh, for a familial connection, but it doesn't appear like that's going to be the case. Uh, So we get to run it back with press here in uh, 2024. Uh, Today, we're going to look for a breakout performer. This could be a lot of things. Could be a guy who's well-established. Like, I think uh, a candidate, one of the candidates, I think, for a breakout performer for the Jags this year is Trayvon Walker. Oh, without a doubt. And he had 10 sacks. So you can argue he's had a breakout season. Yep. But, like, Josh Allen, I would say, had a breakout season well, this year, right? He put Great. himself into a new stratosphere. So, who's yeah. gonna who's, who are we going to look at this year, whether it's a, a guy who's, you know, could be like an Antonio Johnson, who yeah. currently a backup that takes on a more prominent can, role? Can Lloyd
4: put it all together? Because he's got the tools to do it, and he does make a lot of plays, but can he put it all together? I Russian think there
0: are only a covering. handful of guys that this would not – even potentially Mm -hmm. fit. Right? Like Foyer. What more can Foyer? Right. Right. Keep doing what you're doing. At this point, Josh Allen's had a breakout. I can't you know even a twenty sack season I don't think is necessarily a breakout. It's more of a continuation of what he was able to do this year. I
4: mean let's see him, you know, continue that I mean I don't that's a lot of sacks to ask for, but you know, fifteen plus a year, you know, especially if he gets that, that big money which he should get. Uh, how they're going to work that out will be interesting, but yeah, I mean, you look at Cisco. Cisco's got some upside still, sure. You know, and
1: I think with a guy like Devin Lloyd, you'd almost have to define what does a breakout season look like. Yeah, right. Because statistically, you know, it's rookie year, I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed in Devin Lloyd by the time we got to the end of the year because of the playing time stuff that had gone on, all those in the things. But yep. you go back and look at just numbers, he wound up with 115 oh, no, tackles. I know. I know. that year he had three interceptions. Yep as a rookie he had eight pass defense he recovered two fumbles mm-hmm. right for the football team like it's actually a pretty good year last year 127 his tackle numbers went up which they should he played yep. more yep. uh than he played in his his rookie season so I don't think Devin Lloyd's a bad candidate to be a breakout but I think you have to determine what does a breakout season look like for a player that's been right relatively productive from the number yeah. that a middle linebacker is usually judged on, which is that tackle number.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would start at least, I mean, look, last year with the cast on it, remember how many he dropped? He yeah. had like three or four. He was out of coverage a little bit. So what I mean by that, putting it all together, like he, he is the opportunity, I mean, ability, in my opinion, to be a real force. On defense. You like know? four
0: picks, five sacks, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, absolutely.
4: You know? And then 100 and whatever tackles. I mean, he is, he, he's an active look, player, man. He, the only-
0: there's room for that, but I, I yeah. think he's a guy who's closer to his peak potential than a lot of guys on this roster, though. you agree with that or not?
4: Um, I don't agree as a as a football player. I don't agree as an athlete. Yeah, you could. I'm sure you, he's you know not going to get any faster or quicker. Maybe he will a little no, bit. I'm ta- but no, I'm just talking about in terms the of experience production. and product. I think he'll continue. I think he'll be more of a force in just tackles. You know, I do. I think uh, when he and he, look, if he can cover just a little bit better, and his coverage is this past year when he got beat, it wasn't like he got beat by a ton. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of there, right? You know, in the in the hip somewhat. You know, got to turn around. He just got to work. If they're going to ask him to cover those tight ends, then he's got to get better at that at that coverage overall. I, think, I think we've had him a complete linebacker two
1: years now, Tommy. Where there was some expectation that Devin Lloyd's going to do something for him in the pass rush. I think Foyer gave him something. Yep. This year when they would blitz him, he was yep. effective doing it. It's yep. been two years now. He still doesn't have a sack. Yeah. He's only got three quarterback hits. They didn't really line him
4: up on the outside like they were doing in camp. No. I just thought of that. Like, they barely ever – did they ever do that during a year? Not that Where I can recall. I, they put Lloyd up on the have outside? may on occasion,
0: but not really I, that I it stands out.
4: Yeah, right. That's interesting. So, you know, look, being a you know, 20th pick in the draft, whatever he was, they're counting on him to be, you know, a star in the making. And I think he's on his way for sure. He could really be a complete, complete linebacker.
0: All right, so we'll talk about those kind of guys, guys that have room for growth on this team, and there are a lot of good candidates, including the quarterback of this football oh, team, right? Oh yeah. Put it all together, no and, doubt. I mean, that would be the best possible thing for this squad would be to have a true Trevor Lawrence breakout to a new plane of competition, you know, a new yeah. level of uh, play for him among QBs.
4: Absolutely. Um, he uh, Look, like we've said all year, there were – Throws and plays that were fantastic that Trevor made, and then there were throws and plays that were not fantastic. And like his, like the entire team, he was inconsistent. He looked great at times, looked good at times, looked pretty poor at times. Um, you know, we can add in. You know, well, you know, he lost Kirk, he lost this. So, oh, line wasn't that great. I get it. Um, that does factor in. Mm-hmm. But uh, he definitely's got. You know, hit, for me, um, of course, you got to take care of the ball, and everyone's beating that to death, and it's it's valid. I want to see better throw where the ball placement is. He's got, even on his completions, they're not consistent enough to where they they need to be, Um, you know, to let his receiver or target be able to make a play. They still got to catch the ball. If it's on the back hip when it's supposed to be out front, hey, man, you still catch the ball, that's your job, but you're – The quarterback's job, put it out in front and let him take that thing and and maybe go make a play. So, I think his placement of his throws just has to be more consistent. By the way, if I real quick, he's great inside the numbers. Outside, other than the the 12-yard, 15-yard out, he throws to Ridley that sometimes is, like, perfect on the dime. Nobody can stop it. Uh, Aside from that, he's, you know. Got to get better. Got to get better on the outside.
0: All right. uh, Tom McManus is here. On this Friday, you know you can be a part of it at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Our question of the day today presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate simply asking you, name one Jacksonville Jaguar you expect a breakout performance from in 2024 and whatever that happens to mean to you. It's a question we go to every off offseason uh, and we'll probably do it again later in the summer as well as we get a better okay. feel for what this roster will actually Uh, look like. uh, You can hit us up on social media at MD underscore 1010XL at 1010XL Fat Tony at Meathead55 and at 1010XL Denmark.
2: Hold my pocket!
0: And also uh, jump in that YouTube chat if you'd like as well. Jaguars today kicking off this Friday on 1010XL
2: and 92.5 FM. Mac in the middle. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, here we go
0: with Tommy Mack on this Friday. You can be a part of it at 641-1010 on the Ulper Roofing phone line. So the text line designed by Tommy Enclosures. We were just talking on the break. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson is considered by many the top center prospect in the yeah. draft.
4: Yeah, but seeing the videos.
0: Got excited, Tony, when I saw the first initial draft ranking I looked at that had him ranked as the number 46 overall prospect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's almost right on where the Jags are picking in the second round. And now... Apparently uh, having a good showing at Senior Bowl week that uh, don't be surprised if Jackson Powers Johnson is not available to you when the second round rolls around. Now it sounds like
1: there are these events going throughout the scouting process that move the needle on guys, right? And Senior Bowl is really kind of the first of those events and guys shine there. And then everyone comes out saying, well, maybe I got to rethink 40, you know, for a guy. Maybe he's actually somewhere in the mid 20s. Something like that, and then obviously the scouting combine does the same thing, probably more so than even the senior Bowl because that's everybody from the league is there, every head coach, every GM, everybody <laughs> is there in the same place meeting talking about these players, and you get an idea from for the scouting guys that are putting together all these mock drafts and stuff, the Daniel Jeremiahs okay. these those of the world uh, get an, a, an opportunity to talk to all of them at the same time and get a more realistic feeling for how they feel about Mm -hmm. some of these players. And you come out of the combine and all of a sudden you'll watch mock drafts look completely different, right? And it's like, it's not that they got any smarter. They were informed more about what's going on inside the league. And you have to differentiate between even a guy like Jeremiah who puts it out there. He's like, mock draft is what I'm hearing they're going to do, right? Like he puts, he's like, this is what I'm hearing, what I think they're going to do. And then he'll put his rankings out. He's like, this is how I feel about it. You know, like he's willing to put his rankings out and say, this is how I scout him. This is what I'm hearing from the league about how the league feels about these players. And the more and more you hear about Jackson, it's it sounds more and more like he's going to wind up going probably, if not just after the Jags in the first round, at some point in the back half of the first round, he's going to yeah. wind up being the first interior, true interior offensive lineman taken off the board this year.
4: Well, then it becomes, you know, does Balke do that? I mean, that would be admitting Fortner is not the answer. You know, would he pull the trigger on that? I don't. I don't know that answer. Maybe he would. You know, the Senior Bowl is great. I didn't play in the Senior. I played in the uh, Hula Bowl in the East West Shrine. But the Senior Bowl—that's the best of the best. And what when you stand out there, because it's truly right. just on your football playmaking ability. You know, there's no, you know, there's no scouting. So get, you know what I mean? Like until you get there, like you don't. You don't know, like, if you've never played against a guy before, it's not like you're going watching film on him and stuff like that. Maybe you do today. I don't know if they – Right. But that, that does play a lot into it. And then when you get to the combine, and the tests are great. The, the one that I think everyone wants to see, are scouts and especially and coaches and GMs, is how they move in space, you know, especially the big guys, you know, when they got to do the drills, you know, not just the 40, not just the jump, not just the 10. Those are all important, of course, with watching the way they fluid. Do they move fluid. How do they move? How do they look? And then you just package that all together. And, look, at the end of the day, the the, the hardest part is will they have the grit, the heart, all the guts, and yeah. all of that to make it as an NFL player. That's what it will come down to.
1: And I think you learn something about that at the Senior Bowl. Oh, I think right? so, like too. Like you can yeah. watch these guys interacting with teammates they've never had, yeah. with coaches they've never had, and see – You can see the guys that are more competitive in that kind of environment. You know, like you can see that kind of... I've heard a lot about Tyler Guyton, the offensive tackle coming out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Right. Like he's only played one year as an offensive tackle. You know, but they say he is all kinds of athletic, all kinds of competitive. Right? Like this is a guy who... And teammates already love him. You know, like that kind of thing. I think it speaks a lot for a guy. And he's another one of the the guys that you've heard going into Senior Bowl that maybe second round is more where he's at and it's being talked about more and more yep. that he's moving up the board in the first round because I do think that competitiveness helps. Without a doubt. Without and so a doubt. he's showing that this week Yeah, Daniel
0: Jeremiah said he looks like a top 15 pick. Yeah. Now, you know, which brings the question. Like, he seems to me, I mean, at six seven three twenty eight. six, seven, three twenty eight, That's yeah. what he's listed at. You could play either side, but that's yeah. like – Special. I think of guys like that as left tackles, you know, like yeah. that. When you got that height and those long arms that go with it. Yep. We talked about the idea, obviously, of drafting interior offensive line. We talked about maybe what if you drafted a right tackle yep. at 17 and you moved Anton over to the left side? What if you had a guy that you thought projected as a long term yep. starter at left tackle? How interested would you be there? And consider you do have Walker Little somewhat in the mix. One more year on his rookie deal
4: well one thing you do know is anton Harrison's a very good right tackle right so if you say you drafted a, a tackle high and you think he's better suited for left at least you know that anton he, he can play it. is solidified at right now if you know maybe you get a right tackle and you feel great about anton taking over the left side you know what I mean so you got some flexibility there uh, you know with with Walker you know is he your swing guy? Does he fill in somewhere else on the line? You know, that remains to be seen. But yeah, I could I could see look, you gotta it's it should have been done already. They thought they had it done. You you have to the number one asset on this team is number sixteen. And you gotta protect him, you gotta build around him, and you gotta make sure that he's successful. And that that's gotta be the focal point. Uh the guy
0: we've been calling Talise Fuaga, uh, because we don't watch a lot of Oregon State football. Apparently his name is Tally Fuanga. Right. It's, okay. like, it's like to a tongue of I low, he's got the N in there, even though there's no N in there, yep. right, in the pronunciation. So I saw him doing an interview with Ian Rappaport and Mike Garofalo, uh on NFL Network. Uh, so Tali Fuanga, uh, he's another one of these guys that, you know, definitely can play right tackle mm-hmm. and is thought to be able to slide inside and play guard. If you've got a guy like that, like if you get a guy that ultimately ends up being a really good guard, are you okay with taking a guard with the 17th pick in the draft?
4: Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I after a while to me, the uh, the where you drafted wears off now. It's just can you be a really productive right. player, you know what I mean? Like, if I draft you as a left tackle, you end up playing right, I don't really care after a little bit. Now, I'm not the one writing the checks, <laughs> right? For a, a while, it yeah, matters. yeah, for a couple, two, three years, it does. After that, you're like, yeah, you know what. I just want to, you know, is, is, can he can he contribute at a high level or not, you know, and help us win. So, I don't get too caught up in that. But, yeah, if you're going to solidify the interior of the offensive line, uh, I'm all for it.
0: Uh, here are the guys that Jeremiah had in his top ten practice winners from the week. And, really, they yeah. look at the practices here more than they do the game, I think. Um, a lot of these guys line up with positions of need for Jacksonville. Malachi Corley, wide receiver out of Western Kentucky, who okay. Jeremiah said he had in his top 50 rankings. Uh, Brennan Fisk, the Florida State defensive tackle. You just mentioned Flanga and Tyler Guyton, the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Quinion Mitchell in there, who the more you hear about him, yeah. like Tony and I talked about this yesterday, the first time he popped up in a mock to the Jags, I'm like, huh, corner from Toledo. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, yeah, for now real. I'm like, damn, this guy's not going to make it to us, is he? Like he is just every day you hear he's like starring against high-level competition. And
1: I think it's interesting with him specifically, they were having a drill where, you know, guys could call each other out for a one-on-one rep late in practice. uh, Yesterday or the day before, I think, and Malachi Corley, who you mentioned off the top Mm -hmm. there, who's been the star wide receiver of the first two days, Quinian was like him. Like that's the guy I want. And I do think there's something to, you know, coaches are – asking, hey, who do you want as a – who are you going to take? Yeah. Right? Like, right. y'all know who's playing well and who's not playing well. We know who's playing well and not playing well. Yep. What do you want to test yourself against? Well, they blew the whistle for the end of practice before they got the rep yep. is what I heard. Oh, but, really? Like, he had called him. he's like, that's the guy I want. Yeah. You know, like and I, that speaks again to the competitiveness of some Yeah, of these
4: especially guys. your corners, man. You want them full of swag as long as they back it up.
1: Jeremiah know?
0: said he, he lost the corner, Quinion Mitchell, lost one rep. All week, wow! One rep. That's
4: impressive. He gave
0: up a five-yard catch on a one-handed catch.
4: Wow! And that was it. That's glue, baby. Yeah,
0: and I mean he's he's a guy who's been a ball hawk, you know. Awesome. Now he's played at a lower level, but yeah. But that's what you're doing. You that's why playing. you're here, right? Yeah, right. And and yeah. uh, he was yeah. already thought to be a first-round talent. Now I I got the feeling this is going to be a guy that by the time April rolls around, everyone's going to have locked into their top ten. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it just seems that so. way. Yeah. Um, uh, the other guys included. Uh, some that we're not going to be have that much interest in. I don't know uh, when Theo Johnson's going to come off the board, the Penn State tight end, but uh, he liked him this week. Michael Penix, obviously we're not in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Peyton Wilson, uh, I don't think we're going with an off-ball linebacker early, but God knows with, with Trent yep. um yep. Darius Robinson's interesting uh, as a defensive lineman who can play multiple spots up and down the line of scrimmage. And then the aforementioned, I didn't say his name, Roman Wilson is the – Michigan wide receiver who caught mm-hmm. that five yard pass right. on uh, Mitchell. What, so. What's
4: our picks in the second round? I know we got 17. 48, and, I think it is. Or just a one, 48 yeah. and one.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then likely. So two and like, Right. Likely have that second round pick and likely won't have your own third, but a compensatory
4: yeah. third for. Uh, you know, there's a lot of. De- well, it depends how they. You know, they, you say a lot. Like you see the list of free agent, interior, defensive linemen. It seems like a lot are you know, could be available. It depends what their own team does with them. But there is, you know, I wonder if he can fill that void, you know, in free agency sure. and then draft. You know what I mean? That helps you. Well, well you they're going hopefully they'll be drafting. able to fill a couple of voids. Right. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's impossible to know right now, which direction they'll go. in oh, right. Mid-March. All right. Let's take a time out here. We'll come back. want to get Tom's thoughts on yesterday's poll question asking, which of the potential cap casualties where the Jags could save some money letting guys go, is most likely to avoid that and be back with the team this year. It was a pretty close vote when it all uh, finished up yesterday. So we'll get into that coming up straight ahead. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you
2: by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
1: Rolling along on a Friday edition of Jaguars today here on 1010XL. Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Mike Dempsey here with you along with pockets. I don't know if it didn't sound like you got too much excitement for the uh, flag football game coming up this weekend yeah. to replace the Pro Bowl. I yeah. I will say this is you know the second year they've done it this way. Right. You know where they've had no, kind of right. the Pro Bowl events. Yeah. That kind of thing, and then they're going to have the flag football game. I watched all of it last year. I watched all the events oh, and did. the and the flag yeah. football games last year, which yeah. I thought they were fun, and especially compared to what the Pro Bowl had become. Yeah, right. Like the Pro Bowl wasn't. It, it's not like you were watching a football game.
4: Yeah, right. Like he, well, you it were, used to be, though. I think used back to in be, the, but it hadn't. They,
1: it like over time, it yeah. had become less and less and no, less. No, you're right that, about that. Absolutely. You know, and so watching the. Pro Bowl games last night, yeah. which I did. I watched the okay. the full two hours of it. Okay. And, you know, you're keeping an eye for what the Jaguars players that are there, that yep. what they're going to do with Evan and Josh and Ross Matisik, we're right. all there there's Pro Bowlers, and what they did was nothing.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all.
1: They gave you nothing in the yeah. uh, couple events that they actually played in. Uh, Josh Allen and Evan Ingram, the way they did the dodgeball last night, they had – AFC offense versus NFC defense and vice versa. Right. So, Evan Ingram played, obviously, with the AFC offense. He was the second player eliminated. Josh Allen played with the NFC or the AFC defense. He was the first player eliminated. Oh, jeez. Right? And the dodgeball. So, they did nothing in that event. And Ross Matisik was the long snapper. Each conference has a long snapper. You had the centers and the long snappers competing in a game where they're snapping a ball, doing a long snap, and they're trying. They have five different targets. One, two, three, four, five. Right. Mm -hmm. Are worth those those points. And Matisick showed up and he was obviously the most competent long snapper Mm -hmm. that you had seen to that point. Like he is firing bullets compared to the guys that were going before him. Cool. Didn't hit a target. (laughs) So he gave them zero points (laughs) in the event as well. So the three Jaguars players all got to play. Right. Last night. None of them did anything. Right. In the Pro Bowl games, which was a little disappointing. Last year, Uh, Trevor Lawrence hit Jamal Agnew for a touchdown in the flag football game. Yep,
4: yep. You know? Yeah, your, it gets competitive. Yeah. Once you get out there start moving around.
1: You're obviously not going to see that this year. Yeah.
4: I, You know, I, you forget there's not a game. Like, I even asked you guys in the break, like, is a game? No game. You no know, game. Uh They play and,
1: two or three flag football games to determine yeah. the winner. Okay. Like, it's different groups doing yep. different things. But, yeah. No. Game. So
4: the Pro Bowl is a big deal in my house every year because my wife was voted mm-hmm. to the Pro Bowl. She's a Pro right. Bowl member. The the roar from uh, after the 1998 season. So, you know, we there's a spe- it's a special day. You sure, know, it's great. We watch. We used to watch Pro Bowl. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. We don't watch the games really. I guess uh, just uh, doing other things. We're actually at a dance competition this weekend, but. You know, look, the Pro Bowl is still a great honor. You still get to put that on your resume. You still get to put that on your contract negotiations. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. You know, I wish they were playing a game, you know, Uh, because in the past, like, three to five years, it did. They weren't hitting. They weren't really tackling. Nobody was really blocking up front. They were just kind of standing there. After a while, you're like, "Well, why even play the game yeah, if that's the way it's going?" It's
1: kind of cool when you get to see defensive players play offense and vice versa. Yeah, which they would do a little bit. Yeah, at the Pro they Bowl. would. You know, yeah. like Jalen got to play wide receiver. Yeah, right. You know that that kind of stuff is cool. And for fans seeing it, it's like, "Oh, that's 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 nice." Yeah. You know, to make that an event kind of well, thing. Well, and it used to be NFC, AFC. Like there was something to that, you know.
4: And you you yeah. want, Like the like you would see like say you're a, a fan of an NFC team. Well, you. you your guys are going against these AFC guys that maybe didn't play at all that year. And you're, yeah. you're interested to see how they do. I mean, I remember when Brunel was in 96, he went mm-hmm. and he ended up being the MVP of the game. That, that meant something like that was like, wow, Brunel went out there and he was the MVP of the game. He was throwing mm-hmm. bombs left and right. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, that's, that has meaning. Like yeah. today, I don't, you know, I, I don't think it has like that. Yeah, as I don't much. even know if
1: they do an MVP.
4: Yeah, You know, what, for the flag football. Be, well, I guess yeah. flag. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everyone plays in the flag football game. If yeah. you're at the Pro Bowl, you play. Yeah. At some point in one of the flag football games. The other events, you know, they obviously yeah. split them up. You know, yeah, they flag's had flag's fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not trying to say it's not a fun Like, they started game. with the quarterback throwing competition. Yeah, I like that. You yeah. know, so they yeah. had the different targets yeah, and I stuff that they were all that. trying to hit. And it was funny because Baker Mayfield I distracted C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Right? C.J. Yeah. or Tua. It was Tua that he distracted. Tua, oh, okay. Tua was up, and somebody was yelling from the side, and Tua stopped. He was looking over. He's like, am I doing it wrong? Yeah. Like, And then we found out afterwards it was Baker. Oh, no kidding. Right? And Baker he had wanted, been yelling at him. Baker wound up yeah, winning it. But Baker was yelling at him, hold up, hold up, hold up. And yeah. then Tua was looking over like, what's wrong? <laughs> and when he looked over, Baker turned the other way. So that that's funny. Tua couldn't see who was messing with him. Yeah, that's good.
4: That's yeah. good. And I'm sure you winning, know. You
1: know, they're having fun with each other. It's Definitely. fine. You know, they did that. The events are dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that they're not dumb. You know, like, the, it's with the secondary guys, yep. most of what they had them do, like, it was they did a punt catch competition. Yeah. And you start with two footballs, and you have to catch the third. Yeah. And once you've caught the third, well, now you've got to catch the fourth, holding all three. Yeah, right. Like, and it's just how many can you catch yep. at some point. And yep. so – you know, the guy who won it, he won it when he had four that he had under his arms. Yep. And when the ball was put in the air, he took the fifth one and put it between his legs to hold it and caught the sixth. Wow. Right? And wow. it's like, oh, that's yeah. cool to see. Right. You know, but there's obviously no football skill in I, I want to see the
4: backhanded, uh, one-handed snatch from the, uh, the jugs machine from 15 yards, mm-hmm. and who can handle the highest speed? Like you keep going up in speed. Be that that would fun be one. a lot of fun. So I would if dig would that. that. Yeah, I tell you that. Um, you know, I never. I went to the Hula Bowl, which was in Hawaii, but man, the the Pro Bowl in Hawaii that had to be just incredible. Oh yeah. you know what I mean. And my my wife when she went, it was in in Hawaii, but that you know, look, no disrespect to Orlando, it's fine, but it's not Hawaii. I mean, that no. used to be such. It used And I'm not saying it's not an honor. It's an honor. Don't get me wrong. But it used to be such a bigger honor, I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just had more meaning to it. I don't think it has as... It still has meaning because it's on? Look, you're a pro bowler. Nobody can ever take that away from you. No. You were voted in. You are a pro bowler. However you got, it doesn't matter. So nobody's taking that away from me at all, but... I'm well, sure the Hawaii guys are sitting there going, man, we had a good yeah. when we were in Hawaii. Yeah. And
1: I think the thing that changed was, well, it's not in Hawaii anymore. So guys, they get voted in and so, say, you know what? Uh. Some probably do. Right. Like that's know? why Gardner Minshew's down there. Yeah. You know, right. for for the pro. It's not right. because he was a pro bowler. Yeah. This year, it's because they had a bunch of guys that said, no, uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to Orlando.
4: Yeah, I'll take my yeah. family on a different trip. We've right.
1: To but it's on Gardner Minshew's pro football reference page That's for right. the rest yeah, of his life. Pro bowler. Pro bowler. That's right. Uh, in, in 2023, Dempsey mentioned the question of the day yesterday. Which oh, yeah. I know, yeah. You know, right. I had. I. Asked you about right as we were leaving. You were leaving yesterday. Yeah. Um. After oh, that's the morning right. that's show, what I was like, "Wait a minute!
4: I've heard this." thing
1: Yeah, before. yeah. <laughs> but the question was, which of these potential salary cap casualties yes. is the most likely to remain?
4: Remain with okay. the Jags
1: in 2024. The options were Cam Robinson. We included the cap savings potentially in parentheses yep. with the names, but okay. Cam Robinson was about 16 million they could save. Yep. Darius Williams was about 10 million that they could save. Brandon Sheriff, nine million. Zay Jones, four and a half million. And I know you said yesterday, Darius. No. Who who was it? I thought you. Most likely to remain.
4: I said, uh, Zay. Okay. A healthy Zay. Yeah. And it's only four and a hook. You know what I mean? Sure. I I want a healthy Zay Jones. I think he, he provides much needed speed on the outside. Um, you know, he was, uh, like I said the other day, that's right, when we were on in the morning, uh, The uh, he, he he could have been a number one mm-hmm. going into the season uh, for other teams. But, I, I look, I've been vocal on the podcast. and everything. I want Ridley back. I want a healthy Zay back. I want a healthy Kirk back. Add to it, great. I don't care if, how you add to it if you want to. Of course, you got Ingram coming back. Uh, and then beef up that line and give number 16 a real shot at proving – uh you know that he can carry this team and mm-hmm. and they can ride the wave all the way to a title with him.
1: How would you put those four in order and likeliness to remain here? You said Zay would be at the top of your list. So out of those four? Yeah. Cam Robinson, Darius Williams, Brandon Sheriff. The I think
4: there. I mean I want Darius Williams next because okay. I want him here. I think, you know, uh in a in a uh a defense that wasn't consistent all the time with pressure. Did a better job with pressure, no doubt. Um, mostly from the outside. Uh he he really covered well. I mean he was he was having a Pro Bowl year. You know, I know uh he might have had a few slip ups here and there, but I'd like to see him back. Um I, you know, look I'm a he, he, there there are no more shutdown corners in the game, I don't think. I, I you know, without a rush. And what I mean by shutdown if we don't have a rush, you're still covering this guy one-on-one all over the field, and you're mm-hmm. going to stay glued to him. That's a really, really hard thing to do. These, uh, these, these wide receivers are just so athletic and fast yeah. and big. They'll always have that advantage because they know where they're going, and you're reacting to it. You can try to dictate it, and sometimes you can with press and mand- you know that yeah. kind of stuff, but uh, you need the rush. And when you have the rush, you don't need a shutdown corner. I'm not saying he is one, Darius, but he's mm-hmm. a very good corner in my book. I think Tyson, you know, I, I see it on, on Twitter land, you know, they can't do man, they can't, I, look, you can do anything when you have a rush, okay? You, it's e- you talk talk to the DBs of the world that that played, I don't care what level, without a rush, it's, it's so hard to do your job. With a rush, it makes everything easier. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? You can be more aggressive, you can attack, you can dictate a little bit harder, not worried about, you know, that I got to cover this guy four seconds. I only got to cover him for two. And if I jam him, that's a half a second. Now I only got to cover him for one and a half seconds. Right. Think yeah. of how aggressive I can be knowing that my rush is going to get there one way or the other.
1: Well, and I think that speaks to the issues offensively that the Jags have had, right? Yep. Is that their offensive line doesn't create that two and a half, three seconds. Their offensive line puts... Trevor in a bind, I think, a lot of times where he really feels like I got a second and a half to to make the decision, make the play yep. because of the issues that they've had up front. But that brings in the other two guys in the poll. Like, yep. I'm with you. Zay and Darius may be the top two yep. for me as far as the the order I would keep them. I'd reverse it. I'd probably go Williams before Jones for me personally. Okay. But okay. I think those are the top two on the list. Yep. What about Cam Robinson and Brandon Sheriff? Um, I don't know. I, uh, with cam,
4: I, I mean, I love the way cam plays. Um, I am concerned about injury. I'm concerned. I'm not concerned about another suspension or anything like that. He plays the game the right way. If look again, I don't want to, I don't want to play, you know, monopoly here, but if I'm the GM, I'm trying to find a way to decrease that, that number. You know what I mean? However I can. Um, you know maybe cam you know maybe he would be okay with moving the right tackle i don't know maybe he's still our left tackle and anton plays i think he's 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 definitely good enough uh to still be our left tackle i would just be concerned that he may not play all 16 games um but that happens you know brandon look man he was one of the top guards in the game um and he looked really good in camp i i don't know i i it's hard to say with with sheriff because uh, sheriff because um, you know you don't know how bad he's hurting inside you know like you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. it's easy for me to judge you know he didn't play well he didn't do this you know um, he didn't seem to have the fire you know then and, and none of them really did but Cam did Anton did I think but the interior didn't seem to be very feisty this year um, but a lot could go into that. You know, I mean, yeah. he's he's been doing it for a long time. He could be a little bit banged up. He might be, you know, not happy with the way things are running. Look, it's a pass-first offense, right? Doug's always said that. We're going to yeah. throw the ball first. Um, sometimes it's contradicting because they'll run on first and second down. You're like, <laughs> what? <"Well, laughs> you, you're supposed to throw to – got to do it sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. But the, usually use the pass to set up the run if you're a throw-first uh, type team. So – When the throwing doesn't work, the passing offense, well, then your running game's not going to work either. You know what I mean? It's a lot easier to run the ball when you're having success throwing the ball because they're worried about the pass. And then you surprise them with the run, you get your guy out in space, get him through the little gaps, and he can make a play. Um, You know, I I don't know if – Sheriff's that guy. Sheriff's that guy. You mm-hmm. know, maybe he's more. He'd rather be in a different kind of offense. I don't know. I'd have to talk to him. Like, how you feeling? Like, what do you want to do? Like, I you, you, you forget the money right now and the, the yeah. career. But what do you want to do? Can yeah. you be my right guard and get back to that nasty player that you've always been? You know, how did they go? You know, I mean, again. Last year, 2022, they were a very good O-line. They were the surprise of the, the whole team. No doubt. Right? We went into the, the the preseason of 2022 going, what's the weakest link? It's the
1: offensive line, and I'm
4: worried about it, right, yeah. to going, wow, they're yeah. one of the
1: strongest units on our team. And then during the off season, when all the national articles were coming out saying the weakness on this team is the offensive line, and we all yeah. went, yeah, but it wasn't.
4: No, it wasn't. Right? It was a
1: strength. And then it was.
4: And now it was, yeah. right. So did those guys forget how to play football? Did they, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't did know they what not the prepare hard that, enough? Did yeah. they not hit the gym hard enough? Did they not work on their conditioning hard enough? I don't know. But I don't know how you also go from being a really good O line to being a really poor O line overall. Well, and I think
1: in one year, so much. Same guys. Of much. they don't even have the cap space at the moment to use the franchise tag on Josh Allen. Right, like they're they're not in a miserable spot necessarily. They can create cap space, but the way they create cap space is walking away from Cam and walking away from Rayshawn and walking away from Sheriff. Like that's how the team creates cap space. Out of those three,
4: who would you keep? Jenkins, Sheriff, Cam. Jenkins, I love I love the way he plays, yeah, man. He's been a baller for it's, us. That's
1: man. the one where you have a guy on the roster. I know. That, that takes that spot. And I I love I right. think Johnson's a stud. Like, I thought that. the That's the got one it. that makes the most sense, which is yeah. why I I think of them. That sheriff may be the one that I would keep because I don't think there's a direct replacement on the roster. Right. For Brandon Sheriff, I think no, if Cam, there's not. Right. Like I, I agree. With if that. Cam Robinson walked away, Walker Little is the left tackle. Okay. You know, like I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't yep. think Walker Little showed you enough to commit to a long-term contract with him to be the yeah. left tackle going into the future, and that would be something you have to think about going through the off and the draft. Like that's, yeah, tackle is in mind. Yep, you know, it's in play at 17 in the draft, and it probably can be to some degree, even if you bring Cam back. You know, but uh, that's 16 million dollars that you, you can you create do in with cap space. You right, try like, you try can. You can go get two guards with the money you would save on Sheriff. Yep. You know, you can go get two guards that help you with the money that you could save on Brandon Sheriff. So I think in the end, I think Sheriff is the least likely to be on the roster. Wow. Next year for the football team, I think. I'm going to say
4: Cam is the least. Out of those three especially, I'm going to say Cam.
1: Yeah, I have been off on Cam Robinson – we almost a half decade now. <laughs> right. And I love Cam. Right. And He's how the team was going to ultimately feel about him. I was in favor yep. of the first franchise tag they used. Made all the yep. sense in the world to yep. me. I was surprised when they used it the second time. Yep. And then when they used it and signed him to the extension. Like, I, with both those, I was like, what? What? Yeah. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me financially for the team to go that direction with it. Uh, I would. So, I that may be the one that I could most easily walk away from yeah. is Cam to save the $16 million of those four guys. Right. But the team, Trent balky, the front office keeps making it clear they really like Cam Robinson Yeah. as their left tackle. So I do think. There is a Although Balky didn't he say that Anton could play left or what did he say? He can play left. He can play left. Like he played right. left in college. They yeah, made right. him a right tackle when he got here. Right right right. Right? Like he had played very little right tackle. He had yep. experienced the position to some degree, but he was a left tackle. They got him playing right tackle. Yep. Right when yep. when he got here. I I think it's more likely than not that Cam Robinson's going to be the opening day left tackle okay. for the Jags yeah, next year. That'd be fantastic.
4: I was just thinking because of that 16 number. I would be willing to walk that, away
1: from it, too. Or, or
4: just somehow, decli- you know, decrease it to where, they,
1: if, you know, if, if you can. If they, they have can. to. Yeah. That's the business they're in. Yeah. I don't think that you can. I don't want to lose them. Yeah, I don't think I that you can pay Cam Robinson $16 million, yeah. you know, $20 million to be yeah. the left tackle next year. Like, you got to figure something else out because you need some flexibility yep. uh, within your salary cap. And, yep. you know, that's yep. the reason we put those four guys on and we didn't include Sean. Because I right. think Rayshon is the one that it's like, oh, they can move on from that. They got Antonio. Yeah. Right? Like, God,
4: these been player, these other
1: though. guys, they don't have that yeah. going on with it. Right. right? Like, if you were to – and Darius is that same way. Dari- if they walk away from Darius Williams right now, what do they got? Right. No. Tyson. You got Buster. Right. You know. And I, I and he certainly, Yeah, I certainly think that the plan when they signed Darius Williams, given the money they can save here in year three of his deal, yeah. it certainly looks like their plan was he's going to be here for two years. We're going to figure something else out at the end True. of two years. Yeah, and, and a lot of those contracts,
4: including Cam's three-year deal, they're thinking by the third year we're, we're going to do something with the number or he won't
1: be here. Absolutely. Or we're going to extend him yeah. even further. And there's know? nothing to pivot to from right. Darius Williams, on top of the fact right that he played really well yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. probably exceeded everyone's expectations at that spot. Yeah. Here his second year in Jacksonville on top of all of that. Um, we uh, also asked the question about Calvin Ridley and the kind of contract you'd want to yeah. give him uh, this year. And early in the week we were asking the three players on each side of this kind of question, three players that most exceeded and most fell short of your expectations this season, Tommy. We'll get some of your reactions to that as we continue along. It's a Friday edition of Jaguars Today here on 1010XL. Tom McManus.
2: Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
1: Tony Smith, Tom McManus. Pockets here with you. Mike Dempsey had an assignment pop up at show, so yep. <laughs> we'll talk to him again on Monday. Yep. Uh, here on Jaguars Feel today, better, he, buddy. He's okay. Yeah, oh yeah he's we're just fine. we're just he's hoping fine. that he feels better. Yep. Uh, needed to head home. Yeah. Uh, here in the middle of the show. you gotta go, man. Yeah. It's, yep. it's 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 all good. Let's jump out onto the phone lines for the first time today. Six all four right. one ten ten the number. James has dialed us up from Nocatee. What's going on all today, right. James?
5: Going on, guys. Happy Friday, everybody. Back yeah,
1: at
5: man. you. Hey, man. So, look, you know, given what we know about Trent, I'm just, you know, personally, I mean, from that presser and what he said about Horner, I just hope that Jaguar fans are prepared for us to not draft the center. because I don't believe that that's happening. That dude will die on the on Horner the Hill in the hopes of proving everybody wrong because that's just who he is. Personality just, just what he is. So, there's that. And then, I mean, in my personal opinion, and I just want your take on this, but the three positions in no order, uh, specific order, are – that we're going to be drafting with the first three picks we have are either receiver, tackle, or corner. I don't know. They can't pay Cam what he wants. I mean, he's going to dictate a large contract. That's not going to happen. Darius is getting older. We had uh, an issue with um, our starting cornerback out of Georgia. His name is escaping me right now. That's in just, Yeah, on the downside of the year, man. He just he didn't come back right from that, uh, from that injury, maybe, or just he gave up. I mean, Antonio Johnson was drafted to replace Ray Sean or play that big nipple spot that we needed to play the tight end. So, I mean, there's a lot of holes on this team, given what we have to cap watch. I mean, we can't pay everybody, and Trevor's coming up, as you know. So, this is a big draft. This is the most important draft, in my opinion, in Jaguars history. And I know that says a lot, but we have a quarterback. We have a decent wide receiver room. We have an offensive-minded coach. We have to start putting the pieces, and not only – Start putting the picking the right guys because we just have not been good at it. Any general manager, I mean, some of them hit here and there, but I mean, outside of the Trevor ETN draft, what else have we got? Though
1: I appreciate the call, James. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think I'll start just quickly reacting to the the Fortner thing with Balky. I I've said it as we've gotten into the offseason with Doug Peterson and Trent Baalke, both expressing some level of confidence in Fortner, yep, right? Like I don't read that as they have a high level of confidence in Fortner. I think their level of confidence in Fortner, that question will be answered by whether or not they bring anybody in to push Fortner. Yep. That's their answer to that. It makes sense to me. At this point in the process, there's a better than zero chance that Luke Fortner is going to be the starting center for the football team. I don't know that they expect him to be the starting center uh, here going into year three of his career, but there's a better than zero chance that he will be the starting center because maybe you're looking at X, Y, and Z in free agency. That doesn't work out. You're looking at X, Y, and Z in the draft. That doesn't work out. You can't just come out and go scorched earth on a guy that you may need to play. for you right so it doesn't make sense for the GM or the coach to burn the guy while he's still here and could potentially be the center they'll answer the question on how they feel about Fortner really with whether or not they address the position it's not hard to see when they bring a guy in whether or not he's
4: a center if they bring in a center then they'll tell you the story and look you know look I know we can only go by what we hear from the press conference right but you know you, you know they don't always tell you the truth all the time. You know no. what I mean? They can't tell you everything. I mean, we've learned that. I mean, look, even during the year. No, there's no miscommunication issues. You guys are crazy. Guess what? There are miscommunication no issues. Doubt. Oh, no, he's not forgetting which route he is. Guess what? He's been forgetting Ralph for, you know, yeah. almost yeah. half the year or whatever. So, I wouldn't get too caught up. I will say this. Definitely corner. You got to add to the room whether no they doubt. stay or not. I mean, you, you, to me, you got to add to that. That room, I de- I'd love to see a wide receiver, and it depends what they do in free agency. Now, look, I, I agree Trent gets, you know, his draft picks have been been suspect, but his free agent picks have been good. Now, it's a little bit easier because you've seen them already perform. Mm-hmm. You know that they'll fit, or if you think they'll fit, it's a better educated guess than some kid coming out of college, right? Yeah. I, I get that. but let's see. What, I want to see what they do in free agency. That's going to tell a lot what they'll do with the draft, right? Um and uh, I I think, in my opinion, I would probably, from a veteran standpoint, I'd probably want one of each: an uh, interior D lineman mm-hmm. vet, interior O lineman vet. Um, but that doesn't preclude me from drafting.
1: Yeah. Uh, either position. Well, and you look at just fill in the blanks the his- the franchise history specifically in the draft at wide receiver, right? How many wide receivers have they drafted and developed in 30 years? Yeah. Right? Like, it's not a position where they've even drafted a bunch of guys that it's like, yeah, second, third contract, long-term, we yep. found something here. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter at what point in the draft you're talking about. It's not like they didn't spend at the top of the draft to yep. go get Marquise Lee and Allen Robinson in the same year. Yeah, right. Right? right? Yeah. But those are both guys that – a
4: Rob was great till he got hurt. Till he got hurt. I mean, he, right? It but changed a didn't little even bit, but get a second
1: was, contract here. No, right. You know, and yep. those kind like of, that, that is the history of the wide receiver position in the draft. Yep. For the franchise, I can't think of Cecil Shorts. Right. You know, like yep. those are the kind of guys that come into the conversation when you talk about guys they drafted and developed. Right. At the wide receiver spot, they they got guys that played well. Who was a kid
4: that went to Dallas? I, uh, recently. He was a free agent. War number eighty, uh what was his name, man? I like that kid. He had some success here, then ended up going to Dallas. Um I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Pop into my
1: head. But yeah. that, that list may be one of one. No, I know. You know, like no, it's, I know. Well, it's, he
4: left and went to Dallas anyway, so he didn't stick around. Yeah,
1: it's it's that they've had so little success yeah. at that spot in a league where that has become more and more you and know, more important with the importance of the passing game going up and up and up. It doesn't say, I don't know what the ceiling is yeah. of how important the passing game is going to be in the NFL, but I don't even think we've reached it yet. I'm, listen, I want
4: to roll with a healthy uh, Zay, a healthy Kirk, and I want to roll with Ridley where I don't have, I take those three over force in a pick at wide receiver. I'm not saying not grab one. If you got one, that's, you know, rated very high at the time you're picking. He's one of threats. That's fine. I get that. But I think you have the weaponry. You just got to give the kid more time and put him in better positions to succeed. You know, I know you got to run the ball, but sometimes you just got to throw first right. to open up that run. Uh, you, look, Doug says he's going to fix the offense. I'm, I'm, I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt. Ryan Nielsen will fix the defense. Hopefully they got to add talent to both sides of the ball. Um, but I'll be honest with you. As far as weaponry, on on offense, tone, mm-hmm. that's not that high on my list. Like as a, I gotta have it, especially if we bring back. I mean, that I say that with they bring back Ridley. Okay. Okay. If they got Ridley, I'm I'm good for right now. I'm good now. If, if there's something falls to you and it's a highly rated pick, you just can't pass on him because he's a dynamic, you know, playmaker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That grab him, no doubt about it. But. That's not – I got – look, I got to – if my quarterback can't th- – that's enough weaponry, you know what I mean? Yeah. He can succeed with them. He needs more protection. He needs a little bit better play calling. He needs more protection. And he needs to work on his placement. I'll say that. That's going to be from his footwork. That's going to be from his mechanics. That's going to be from just running routes with his receivers all off-season long, and getting into that rhythm and flow.
1: Yeah. Look, something I, to that. You look at Kansas City's about to play in the Super Bowl again. Yep. Right? It's not like they have an all-star lineup of wide receivers. What no. they have is the best quarterback in football. Yep. They have one option in the pass game, which they exploit as much as they possibly Ugh. can in Travis Stud. Kelsey. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yep. He's going to be – He's already on the Mount Rushmore of tight ends in NFL history, yep. right? His career isn't done. You can argue if it's him or Tony Gonzalez that's going to be the greatest of all time. You know like but that's cl- the kind of conversation right he's in. Yeah. You know, is that kind of thing, but they don't have much else that's going on yeah. from that and that's a team that was willing to walk away from Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Right? No, and I know. That is the most explosive weapon in the no, National right, Football League right, right, right now. It's and Hardeman. Hardeman left them for a minute. You know, he right. Not that he was going to pray. Like, they've been willing home, to recycle the options in that pass game yeah. because of how much belief they have in their quarterback yep. and the one option that they've kept around. Right? right. And they're not going to be able to keep Kelsey around forever. They're going to have to figure out what life after Travis Kelsey is going to look like yep. at some point there in Kansas City. But life with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes – This is what that life looks like for the rest of the National Football League. It would appear as long as these two guys are together, they're going to play in the AFC Championship game. And more often than not, they're going to play in the Super Bowl. Like that's what those two guys together give you because Mahomes is a special enough player that he can elevate the things that are around him in the offense. I think that there's the potential for Trevor Lawrence to be a good enough player to elevate pieces in an offense that are just okay pieces Mm -hmm. to make the offense work. I'm not saying I think he's there yet, right? As a young player in the league, the the two years that we've seen him, especially the last two years, he hasn't done that necessarily for this team. I think that Trevor Lawrence is a player that has had two remarkably good streaks of games in his three-year career. Mm -hmm. The back half two seasons ago. of the regular season, and this year he had a stretch of four or five games where he was putting up those kind of numbers again right before the injuries really caught up with him. Yeah, This year he's a player that in three years has had two really good stretches and not one great season yet Right as the quarterback for the team. And he's got to find some way to whatever the things are that would hold him back from that offensive line, weapons in the offense, those kind of things. The really great ones overcome those things to make – Bad players look okay, and okay players look really good. Well, the the really
4: great ones take over, yeah. and put it on their back and make things happen. You know, Mahomes is that player, obviously. No and him doubt, and Kelsey together are those those players. By the way, the the supporting cast of Kansas City, how they found you know Rice, what a gem, uh, Pacheco, 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 the, right. the running back, uh, for seventh round pick out of Rutgers, what what a find. Their offensive line minus maybe Juwan Taylor, although he he he's all right overall, I guess. But uh, that Trey Smith, something special. And that center, they get after people. You know what I mean? They've just yeah. got good supplements to the go-to. What's the glue? It's Kelsey and it's Mahomes, right? But our supplements are f- phenomenal, too. And we've got a good, strong offensive front. Um, so I, I don't – and, and that's Mahomes. You know, who else would you put in that category that can take over a game With their arm now consistently. Now, Josh Allen can, but I don't know if I'd say that consistently. Right. More times than not, sure, but not all the time. You know what I mean? Mahomes typically is most of the time, if not all the
1: time. Well, you can remember the Super Bowl he lost to Tampa Bay. Yeah, their offensive line was terrible. It's not like it got, that got game, terrible yeah. that week. No right. The offensive line wasn't very good all season long. Yep. Mahomes made it work. Yep. And even in that Super Bowl, I can remember plays that Mahomes made in that Super Bowl watching it going how. Right. So how? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, he really Like he, he there made were things that he was still he could he's he's, yeah. he's special. Yeah. Right? And the things yep. that he can do and they said, "You know what? We're going to get better on the offensive line and yep. see what that looks like." And they invested in that area and you know, they keep going to Super Bowl, right? Yep. Like, that's what they they keep yep. doing. The quarterback is good enough that you just surround him with okay. Yeah. He'll make it work, right? And I think Trevor Lawrence has the talent to do that kind of thing for you at some point. I'm not saying he's there yet. Yeah, but I, no. I, I see the kind of talent that can do that kind of thing. It's still um. developing. For Mahomes, it showed up. Yeah, that's you know the second year in the league. The first year that he was a starter, from the moment he stepped on the field, it was like whoa. Well, Mahomes' arm though is just special.
4: I mean, it's just it's he's a special it's player, just special than yeah. anybody else's, including Trevor's. I mean, Trevor's got a a, a great arm. Uh, he's got a lot of great you know tools. Um, I just think he's got to hone it in. You know, he's a little bit like a young Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen had the big arm, that could could run, big guy, tough, but he was like this wild horse that you had to tame. And then you try to tame him. And when he's tame, he's really good, yeah. Josh Allen up in Buffalo. And I think Trevor's a little bit like that. There are glimpses of great, great plays, greatness, you know, game stretches, um, but it's got to be more consistent because there are also throws and games where you're, like, scratching your head, yeah. like routine throws that don't get completed. You're like, what? wait a minute, what's going on? Granted, you do have to factor in the other things. It's part of football. Yeah you know, but uh, again, I'm, I'm to the point, we're going to look forward to the off season. Um, I'm looking forward to the, it's it's a reset for me. Uh, It's year four. It's a big year for all of them. In my opinion, I'm not the owner, so I don't know what he would do, but it's a big year for Doug. It's a big year for Trevor. It's a big year for, I mean, it's a big year for this organization uh, with what they have uh, with the opportunity. So, you know i'm i'm all in on trevor but I, I think he's got a lot of work to do i think their offense has got a lot of work to do and i think overall their attitude's got a lot of work to do so hopefully they can get it together cuz look at the you know look at both teams in the super bowl tone mm-hmm. what are they above everything else they are physical mm-hmm. football teams. You can have Mahomes, you can have Kelsey, you can have the high flying McCaffrey, you can have Debo, all those great, great players, no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, they're strong in the trenches and they come to play. We saw it live when they took the field in Jacksonville. It was like, For sure. this is like almost men versus boys. It was wild how just different they appeared and how ready and and just impressive they looked. I'm not saying we can't get there, but I, that's what you got to have. And you don't have to have the rah-rah coach. Shannon, I don't know what he's like behind closed doors, but right. it's not yeah. like he's a lunatic. Look at, uh, you know, look at... Andy um, Reid, yeah. Andy Reid. He's, you know, he's a big giant walrus. You know, he's on, <laughs> when, he's on commercials everywhere. And, and I will say this. I know people are going to call me crazy, but and I said this last night on the finale of my, my uh, season one happy hour show. It was great. We had a great turnout. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I know everybody's up in arms, or some people are, which I think is ridiculous, about... Uh, Taylor Swift, but think about this. Just think about this. Look how that team has handled that quote-unquote distraction. Right. This is a super, super star woman around the world that's dating a star football player, and they're handling it pretty darn well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think a guy that would have his head in the clouds would be Travis Kelsey right now. Mm-hmm. You see that way he came to play last week? Oh, yeah. He was ready for a fight, man. He Look, she's up in the box. She's having a good time. I'm here with my boys playing football. I'm yes. telling you right now, we had, look, Andre Rison was, was with Left Eye, Lisa Lo, uh, Left mm-hmm. Eye Lopez at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no big deal. We didn't really think that much about it. Right. You know, but this is something that's in everybody's face. It's sure. everywhere. And Andy Reed, Keeps it all together, and if you don't think he has your respect, go watch after Travis Kelsey threw his helmet into the sideline a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yep, Andy Reid took the helmet, wouldn't give it back to him. By the way, walked right up to him and shoulder bumped him pretty darn good. and he was like, mm-hmm. "Knock that off." Yeah, that's all he had to do, and it was over. It's done. He's got it. He's yeah. got that team. Both both coaches, they have the culture. They got their teams ready to go, and they believe in being a physical, physical front on yeah. both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah, not sure it would work that way seven years ago before all this success, right. but it's certainly going to work that way now Yeah, with the run of success that Kansas City's having. Our question, question of the day, certainly Trevor Lawrence, a viable answer to this one. Name one Jacksonville Jaguar that you expect a breakout performance from in 2024. We'll discuss – Our answers to that as we get into the second hour of the program here this morning. Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Pockets here with you. It is Jaguars today on 1010XL.
2: He's number 55,
1: Tom McManus.
2: Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Rolling
1: along. The most football thing you got coming up this weekend is the Senior Bowl. I won't say ah. the flag football at the Pro Bowl is going to be the yep. most football thing going on this weekend. Yes. Uh, enjoy that if you want, but yeah, Senior Bowl coming up tomorrow, and yeah. so you can. They're look playing. At, yep, you can Full look game. at some of the names that, and if for no other reason, you know, I, I'm not going to watch it as a scout. No, you know, right. To see those guys, but I don't mind watching a three hour broadcast where they're just talking about them. Yeah. You know, throughout the whole thing, which is more of what the senior bowl week is. It's more of what senior bowl practices is the discussion about these prospects during another step of the process leading up to the NFL draft. And as we've discussed since the season ended, it's the Jags got needs all over the place. Right. Yep. Interior offensive line. They could certainly look at offensive tackle depending on what they want to do yep. with Cam Robinson. Wide receiver is something that they could look at. We don't know what they're going to do with Calvin Ridley yep. at this point. So that's an option that's still in there in the first round uh, for the football team, depending on how the Ridley thing uh, were to work. out. I'd be surprised if they re-signed Ridley and took a wide receiver in the first round. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, I, but I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised I that. if yeah. that's the direction they went. And That's all on offense. Yep. Right. Then on the defensive side of the ball, interior defensive line number is a one. massive. Number one. They got to figure out what exactly that's. That might look be like. number one overall yeah. for me.
4: You know what I mean? I know I want to protect Trevor, but if you could get, Cuba and now, Granny, you're not going to get Chris Jones. I don't think. But you imagine getting one of these top, like a Christian Wilkins,
1: who's a free agent. Yeah, Leonard I, Williams. My a, guess is, I mean, you don't know if they're going to be wind up all. getting tagged. Would yeah. be my guess. But yeah, Leonard Williams is going to be a free yeah. agent. Um,
4: There's some some ballers out there that could help you up front.
1: No doubt. Um, We'll get out to the phone lines again here in just a moment. But first, let's take a look around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beach's Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Kansas City offensive lineman Joe Tooney was the only player who did not participate in practice on Thursdays. He continues to work through a pectoral injury that kept him out of the AFC championship game. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid said on Thursday that Tooney is making progress, has not been ruled out of playing in the Super Bowl at this point. San Francisco tight end George Kittle practice for the second straight day on Thursday due to a toe injury, but no real concern about whether or not he's going to be able to give it a go uh, in the Super Bowl next weekend. Green Bay general manager Brian Gutekunst said on Thursday that the team plans to talk a long-term deal with quarterback Jordan Love yep. this offseason. Love is entering the fourth year of his rookie deal with the Packers. He was selected 26th overall in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. After throwing for just under 600 yards, three touchdowns and three interceptions in his first two seasons, Love was named the starter this year after the Packers traded Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, He threw for 4,159 yards with 32 touchdowns and 11 interceptions in his first season as a starter there in Green Bay. Cornerback Isaiah Rogers Sr., who has been suspended by the league for betting on his own team and was subsequently released by the Indianapolis Colts, he told ESPN that the bets were made from an online betting account that he owned, but that he was making the bets on behalf of friends and family who were living in Florida, where that was still illegal, but that he can make the bets in Indiana. Where he was, Rodgers wouldn't identify any of the people he placed those bets for, but he did say, quote, at the end of the day, I knew the rules, I wasn't supposed to do it, and I have to take what comes with it in quotes.
4: Yeah, that's a dumb one. That's I mean, you know the rule, you can't gamble, end of story. And if you got a gambling addiction, then you shouldn't be in the league at all, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's clearly written, you know, and you know, from the get go that that is forbidden, uh, if you're going to work in the NFL.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's morphed as far as the league and the way that they deal with quote gambling, Yeah, you know, being around the sport. League's
4: hypocritical. I mean,
1: right. I mean, you can't bet on your own
4: team. You shouldn't, you can't do that if right. you're playing in the game.
1: Like it's, it's but, not like every football game you watch now doesn't have 15 ads for b- gambling.
4: Oh, right. Yeah. And by the way, if you have a problem, call one eight hundred. You're like,
1: What? Why like okay? (laughs)
4: It's like, let them salivate. Oh, the gambling, the gambling, the gambling. Wait, I'm an addict. No, yeah. I got,
2: don't give me the 800 number. <laughs> like, I don't what? want
1: the 800 number. What is this? Yeah, you know, Nuts. If you would like to gamble more, click here. <laughs> right. If you need help, click here. What are you talking about? Like, who Go from has one the to the other. Is clicking? Like, what, what exactly are you trying to say with this? Yeah. Let's get back out to the phones. Let's. Uh, Jesse over in St. Pete has given us a call at 641-1010. What's going on, friend. Jesse? How y'all
5: doing today, gentlemen?
1: Doing well. All right.
5: So I'm calling in about the opening on the passing game coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts, who you think would be a better coordinator? Uh, the coordinator between Byron Leftwich possibly, and Frank Rod, if we could get him in. Uh, who you think would be the, the best option, obviously, if we could get them in? Yeah. All right, I'll Jesse. Yeah,
1: appreciate thanks. the call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Holt signed as the OC yeah. with the Tennessee Titans. So that's two years in a row yep. the Jags pass game coordinator as uh, signed as an offensive coordinator right. in the division, which after, we don't. Yeah. After their one year yeah. here in Jacksonville, which isn't like end of the world stuff. It's interesting yeah. that it's happened two years in a row that the past game coordinator has been a good enough coach in the league thought of highly enough yeah. that one year later, they're getting the opportunity uh, to be an OC in the league. As far as how they're going to replace him. I think Reich makes a lot of yeah, sense if he's interested and in friends it. Friends. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't concern myself all that much with who the pass game coordinator is. No. Ultimately. No. I, you know, I, I don't I'm, even know.
4: I mean, I guess they just coordinate the best pass plays that they think will work for their sure. their system.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying okay. it's an unimportant job, but I cool. can't speak to how important it actually is. Yeah. You know, as no, far as the I'm process. Saying. Like, okay, yeah.
4: doesn't the OC do that? Uh, you know, or I don't know. There's so many staff members today, like, and Doug does let them do their job. You've heard that before, where Doug's yes. like, "Yeah, I got a running game coordinator. I got a passing game coordinator. They bring me their ideas of what we should do. This right, so it is an important job, I guess. Um, good for the Jags again, and Doug, you know, for someone getting plucked off his of staff. But yeah, Frank Reich makes makes a lot of sense. You know, him and him and him and Doug are friends, yeah. and he's got a good offense. Him and Doug would work well together, and maybe he could be a little. More tough love than uh, than Doug is.
1: Yeah, and I'd have, you know, no issue with Byron Leftwich being the pass game coordinator, fine. you know, Where I is
4: Byron right now?
1: Nowhere. Yeah, I'm I, think aware that, I
4: feel like that sailed a little bit, but I wish him well. I hope he gets picked up, but I, I don't know if, if that would be the right move. It, must, it could be, I don't know. Again, what do they do? They put the passing game together, so sure, if Byron was, uh, you know, available. Sure.
1: And, um, you know, it's not like Frank Reich, Reich has been – Fired as a head coach midseason the last two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's like bizarre. that's yeah. wild. I wouldn't
4: want him as a head coach. I mean, if that was the like, nah, I don't know about that. They, your ship has sailed on that one for now, anyway. But bring him in to help the QB, help the passing game. Yeah, you got to make look. It, it's a passing first offense. You got to make this passing attack dynamite. I mean, you just got to make it great. It's got to be there for you and it opens everything else up. And then you're talking about yeah. doing some damage.
1: And either one of those guys would give you that another quarterback in the room to be an advisor counselor, however yeah. you want to look yeah, at it for, for Trevor Lawrence, like yeah. both those guys fit that part of the profile too. Mm-hmm. If that's something it was really important two years ago, Yep. you know, with the whole coaching staff yeah. and You know, Nick Holtz was – you go back and look at the – how Nick Holtz got here as a pass game coordinator. He was a wide receiver in college. He wasn't a quarterback, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, He was uh, an assistant coach on the staff with the Raiders for 10 years, right? And then he was an OC somewhere in college for one year, and then he got the pass game coordinator job here. Okay. Right? Like, that was kind of his path. But he – he played college football, but he was. It's even in his wiki page yep. that you know he was a guy that the team loved him, and they rewarded him because they're like, "This guy's awesome," yep. but he doesn't play like right. that. He was one of those guys on the team, so he loves football, obviously. Yep. Um, and you know we'll see how much success or he does or doesn't have. Yeah. As yeah. the OC there in in That's Tennessee, great. and good for him. But he's not a quarterback. Right. You know, so what? Another one of those voices no, right. in the room for Trevor Byron or Frank? Yeah, would both be that if yeah. that's the direction they went.
4: Yeah, and I'm sure um, the QB coach. Um, I'm sure he's got you know, because a lot of times these court they just need someone to talk to. You yeah. know, that's been through it, that can you know maybe guide them through certain adversities looking yeah. at things a little bit different, you know, I know Doug's a quarterback too, but he's a head coach and he's got to coach everybody. He can't just, you know, you do need sometimes another voice, you know, yeah. another person to, to walk you through or help you through or you talk to him about, you know, concerns or how you handle this, how you handle that, that, that can go a long way. I don't know how close Trevor was to, you know, Jim Bob Cooter. Like, did that affect mm. him at all? I have no idea. Um, you know, so that look the passing game coordinator, he's got to figure out what makes my QB succeed the most. Well, how do I get him comfortable? How do I get him in a rhythm? These are the plays that I think will help us get there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is an it's important role, especially with a quarterback that look again it's year four, and there's a lot of upside for Trevor. There's no doubt he's just got to you know bring it all together. You know, people are talking about the turnovers; it's way too many. Way Wait too many. He's had yeah. uh, what did I see fifty-eight touchdowns, which is great. Throwing touchdowns, um, thirty-nine picks and thirty-three fumbles in three years. Yeah, so it's not the gotta, fumbles are awful, but the interceptions aren't yeah. awful. But you know you got to clean that up, right? Exactly two to one. Close to two to one is what would what would be really yeah. good. So
1: and Trevor Lawrence, when we would ask this kind of question, and I'm sure we did. Ah, uh, last year our question of the day being name one Jacksonville Jaguar that you expect to have a breakout performance in 2024. If we yeah. asked this question last year, I Trevor Lawrence was would probably the one. most popular answer yeah. that we got. Yeah. I he's the most popular answer that we're getting you right know, now, for the you, second really? year in a row. Yeah, you see, know, I, like,
4: I, I don't know about expect. I'm hoping,
1: and it 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 makes sense. We'll get into how we would answer it. Some of the answers that yeah. we've gotten this morning to that, as well as we'll put a bow. On this Friday edition of Jaguars Today, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Pockets, here with you on 1010XL.
2: You're macking with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
1: About 10 minutes left here on the program this morning. Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Pockets, here with you. Back. Dempsey on assignment. Heading back to St. Augustine. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this morning. What's up, Mike? Hi in the car. Yes, We'll uh,
4: be doing good, buddy.
1: I'm sure he's listening. Hopefully feeling a little bit better. We'll yep. get to um, the question of the day here in just a moment. Um, I know you mentioned on a break you got family plans this weekend. What do you got coming up this week? Yeah, we uh,
4: dance, dance, dance. Uh, and I'm not talking a rat song here. Uh, it's a uh, competition <laughs> down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight though we've got uh, the so Douglas you're sneaking Sanders. over to
1: the Pro Bowl while you're going to the dance competition.
4: Well, I got to be there for the <laughs> dance. Uh, we do have some time. I, actually, I'm leaning on my Pro Bowl wife. I'm like, come on, babe, get us into the parties. Mm-hmm. You're the Pro Bowler, but uh, <laughs> no, we're going down there. So uh, my youngest Harley, she's got a performance tonight with her uh, teammates at their uh, classmate mates at Douglas Anderson. Mm-hmm. There's a performance, and right after that, we're hauling butt down to Orlando. Uh, for a dance competition slash conference. So they dance, they take classes all day. Okay. Uh, so mom and dad get to play a little bit, but they <laughs> take dance all day, classes like from professional dance you know, instructors. And then there's a uh, competition at night. So she'll have a solo. She's got four other... Uh, uh, dances with her uh, dance mates at Nancy Dance Studios in mm. Jags Shout out to Nancy Dance, we love them. Uh, but it's good, you know. The, I, listen, man, it's it's competition. They train their butts off. I mean, her and her, t- they the, those girls. All they do is dance. They come home. By the way, you know, you don't think dancers come home with bruises and cuts and all types of stuff. You're sadly mistaken. Right. I've seen some of the most nastiest. They got to fall on their knees and fall on their side and sure. just fall from. You know, standing straight to down mm-hmm. on these hardwood floors. So, uh, yeah, it's no joke, man. But a lot of fun. I tell Look, like I tell all my girls, just go out there and kick some ass. Mm-hmm. You know, football, dance, it don't matter. It's all the same.
1: So well, Best be luck lot of luck to her this weekend. That's, Thank you. That's, that's awesome, man. Good Hi. times. Uh, Good no times. doubt. No doubt. Um, let's get to some of our answers for the Jay. question of the day. We'll get to that in the form of a 10-10 take. 10 10, Ten. Ten.
2: Take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 Take. Brought to you by
1: Leonard Truck Accessories. The question of the day today asking, name one Jacksonville Jaguar that you expect a breakout performance from in 2024. We'll flip it up a little bit as we answer it here, Tommy. And we'll say instead of one, maybe the top three on your list as far as guys that you expect a breakout from in 2023.
4: Okay, so... I'm gonna go. I know. I'm gonna try to go a little different. I, I, Cisco must have a breakout if okay. he's gonna take over as lead dog in the secondary. Um,
1: he had four interceptions this year.
4: Oh, that's breaking out. He's yeah. really good. I mean, but even just he could be even more. I hear you know, you. He yeah. could be a total. He could be a Pro Bowl, All Pro type safety. I think. Um, Trayvon, I think I I see 15 sacks out of that kid. I Whew. I think he's gonna turn into a monster. I really did. And, and his game got better. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. – he got – you know, look, he tried <laughs> – poor kid. Like, all he knew was, I'm going to run you over, you know, that move. Well, after a while, they figure it out. But then he started dipping and using his hands and and uh, his athleticism off the charts. This kid is massive. So I think he's going to be big. But here's my dark horse tone. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying it um, since I lined up in the backfield in uh, against Tennessee. I think Brenton Strange could Mm -hmm. be a uh, a kid from San Fran. Uh, Ustek? Ustek, yeah, the fullback, number 44. He's kind of a fullback, kind of a tight end. He can block. He can go out for passes. I think Brenton Strange has that kind of ability, and quite frankly, I think ETN needs a lead blocker in front of him. I think that's where he could be really – not all the time – but on occasion, being able to put Brenton back there, using Brenton in different ways to block, leading up through the hole, uh, but also using Brenton in the passing game. I think he can be even more effective. I just think, look, when they drafted him, I was kind of like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know, you know, well, let's go look at him. When you look at him, you're like, wow, it's an impressive looking young man. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's uh, you know tall. He's not six five tall. But he's six three tall. Uh, pretty stocky. Yep. You know, lower half pretty thick. I mean, he looks the part. And then. You see him run, and you're like, wow, the kid's pretty athletic. And then you see him block when things got real, and you're like, oh, he's got some dogging. Like, right, he's got yeah. some nastiness in him. So, I think he could be utilized a, as a weapon. And look, uh, you know, third and one, third and two, put him back there and let him run. Let ETN <laughs> or Bigsby run behind him.
1: Uh, I think for me, the three that I would mention, Trevor Lawrence would be at the top of the list. Yeah. I, You know, I expected the breakout to come this year, but okay. I, I haven't lost confidence in – The breakout is coming uh, for Trevor Lawrence, so I would put him at the top of that list. Antonio Johnson, just because he'll have the playing time. I think when you saw him on the field – He was a really good player for him down the stretch, you know, and I think he will ultimately be one of the starting safeties for the football team when they move on from Jenkins this offseason that he'll be stepping into that role. So I would expect, especially from a number perspective, it's going to go boom.
4: I'd like to keep all three if possible, but that may not be
1: possible. Right. Like with Cisco in his second year, right, got to play a little bit at the end of his rookie year, and then his second year you're like, oh, look. You know, like
4: – We all thought he we was, all thought he was really good. good, yeah.
1: You know, yeah. that kind of thing. We feel so that I,
4: way about Johnson, you know, that kind of upside. Sorry yeah. to cut you off.
1: No, I hear you. Uh, so, Antonio Johnson would be the second guy on my list. And the third guy, this is my please, please, please let okay. it be a breakout vote. Okay. Just to include him on a list like this because there's no reason for confidence that it's going to happen. Okay. Uh, but I will include it because they desperately need it. Okay. Devon Hamilton. Oh. As yeah, as my as my third breakout guy, <laughs> with all the issues they have on that front. They just paid him last offseason. Yep, yep. It's it's not like he hasn't he doesn't he's got the check that says he's got to be impactful for him. Right. From that position. And the injury and everything that <clears throat> that led to throughout this season. It's fair. They just wound up getting nothing from him. Yep. Uh, overall, it's a lost season for Devon Hamilton this year. They A big breakout from him next year.
4: Three technique and a 4-3. Three. three technique and a 4-3. Let him try you. to be a Justin Simmons. Let him try to be a, uh, you know, a, a Chris Jones. I'm not saying he is that because he's not. He hasn't shown that. But he's got the size, speed, quickness, and all. His biggest thing, in my opinion, is just conditioning. He gets too high. Those big guys get tired. What do they do? They stand up. When you stand mm-hmm. up, you can't you you can't take anybody on. They're gonna take you for a ride. So, um, but he's got talent. He's got plenty. I got to see it though. He, look, Foley Foley's got another year too. Roy Robinson Harris. You know, he look Roy Robinson probably the best out of all of them as far as production. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's just. I think he's more of a five technique. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's got to be that defensive end. So. Be interesting how they all lay it down.
1: Yeah, a lot of votes, obviously, for Trevor Lawrence, Trayvon Walker, probably the second, yeah, uh, most popular yeah. name that I saw yeah. in the answers today. Antonio Johnson uh, got quite a few votes. Tyson Campbell getting a couple of votes here from uh, Big Will, who said uh, Tyson Campbell. He guessed stat numbers for him: three sacks, six picks, fifty-five tackles, eighteen passes defense, and more aggressive defense. Along with a healthy offseason, will produce an all-pro season. That would be that would be a breakout. Okay, yeah, uh, if he yeah. was an all-pro, yeah. uh, Devin Lloyd got mentioned a few times okay. this morning. Britton Strange, I did see uh, Jake mentioned him. I yeah. uh, said he'd like for it to be Britton Strange. They use a high draft pick on him, obviously a uh, second-round yeah. pick. He needs to prove he was worth the pick. I think staff will do a lot to get him the opportunity to do so. Hopefully. Uh, He can get it done. Let's see. Tank Bixby got a vote. That's – I don't know, you know, how much opportunity there'll be for a breakout. You know, for for Tank Bixby with ETN, I would expect to, again, be the guy that gets the bulk of the work. Drafted him
4: high, though. But they
1: did. He's still a third-round pick, and maybe they feel comfortable enough with him going into year two that they don't split up whatever the rest of those carries are between two guys. Oh, right. And really, he got left out of it for – Five, six, seven weeks this year. Yeah. Uh, wh- out of whatever the rotation was going to be. That just shows
4: you like a good camp doesn't mean anything because he had a good camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he did, uh, but then. It,
1: yeah. yeah. A vote here for Parker Washington. Okay. On offense, Ventrell Miller uh, Ventrell, got a vote. Man. I just, I, I can't imagine him getting enough playing opportunities I to mean, have um, a breakout put, season.
4: No, I don't even know how you do that. You know, if Lloyd can play Sam, can Miller play Will? A 4 3. I don't know. But then what do you got? Josh is a defensive end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Trayvon. Yeah. He's a
1: Pro Bowler doing that as rookie. Yeah. He
4: was. He could do that. Get another nice stud tackle next to him, a nice tackle. And then the other end would be Trayvon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That could work.
1: Yeah. They have flexibility with the two guys that they need to have up front. Yeah. Right. With Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker present enough flexibility that you can do, you can run whatever you want to run with those two guys, yep. you know, your yeah. two studs on either side as the book ends on a four, three or a three, four, they're uh-huh. capable of doing either one. It's, Yep. You gotta figure out exactly how do you wanna utilize the other guy. Like I don't think they're the chess pieces that they're having to figure out how do we use them. No, I think not at all. they gotta figure out what is this gonna look like. Oh, he's doing this. Right. Like whatever we're asking them to do, they're gonna give us what they got. Yeah, you know, at and those look, The front
4: changes. I mean, look, base is probably only thirty percent these yeah. days. It used to be fifty or yeah. sixty. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's it's probably a lot yeah. lower today.
1: Your third corner is a starting job now. Yeah.
4: I mean they even got big nickel. Which yeah. means they bring in a third safety.
1: Absolutely. That kind of thing. Let's, uh, we'll wrap it up here in just a moment. But first, we'll say hello to XL Primetime.
2: Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal
1: opportunity employer. As we say hello to Joe Cowart, where are we today, Joe? Uh, dude, we are at Leonard Truck Accessories, and
3: we're right here on Blanding. If you come on 295, you hitch it to the right, you head north, and you will see Leonard Truck Accessories on your right hand uh, of the road. And they have got this huge grand opening going on today. And you can come in, you can spin the wheel, you can win prizes, you can take a look at all the truck accessories that they've got. But here's what you two needs to, need to know. Mm. They are giving away an $8,000 golf cart. Oh. Now this is this is along with everything else they're giving away five hundred dollars Leonard's uh, truck accessories gift card kids power wheel jeep they've got the spray in liner they're going to give away they got a set of fishing rods uh, fishing uh, uh, rods for the kids but the bottom line is all that adds up to even more than the eight thousand dollar cart they're going to give away today but you got to come into an XL prime time all you got to do is scan your you know hit with your phone scan it and you are registered man
1: head on out awesome. people Leonard truck accessories give yourself a shot at that golf yeah, cart man. Joe how would you answer Answer our question that we asked today: to name one Jacksonville Jaguar that you expect a breakout performance from in 2024.
3: You know, it's funny because you kind of got to figure out exactly where you would like to, like, what your bar is. And, like, Darius Williams this past year, I thought sprung big time. Yes. Trayvon got to double-digit sacks, so that definitely counts. But I'm just going to I'm gonna throw Andre Cisco out there because Andre Sisco is going to be heading into a contract year. He needs to start making plays, prove that he's that leader back end of this defense. So I'll throw five up there as a guy who needs to have a breakout year. He yeah. was close, and then he
1: got hurt. Yeah, I'll remind you, like I reminded Tommy, at four picks this year. Right. Yeah, like, no, I know. Like I'm not saying he can't do more. He's, but right. he did. He's got seven picks in the yeah. last he, two seasons. He, here's what needs to happen: that that throw that Pat Mahomes made on the corner, of, yeah, where yeah, he went yeah. up to go get yeah. it.
3: He needs to bring that one down. I'm okay, you know what I'm saying? That might have been a dub it. instead of an L.
1: Yeah, I certainly think he's capable of having an even bigger season. I agree. Like I, I, totally I, agree. I think there is room to Start. grow. What do you got coming up today on primetime, Joe?
3: Well, we're going to tear into all the things that are still out there for the Super Bowl because every single day we're doing a little something with Chiefs and Niners. We're going to start our prop bets today. We're going to dig into Senior Bowl practices, what has taken place. Bo Nix didn't have a particularly good day yesterday. What does it mean when you come out of the Super Bowl? So we'll get Sears to step in on that subject. So we'll be talking a lot of ball uh, and then, of course, a big hoops weekend. Lots of top 10 matchups, top 25 matchups tomorrow that we'll get into.
1: All right, Joey, we will be listening. All right, fellas, enjoy. All right, you. you too. That'll do it for us today. Tommy, enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Heading down to where? Yeah, go With
4: the family, it's been a great time. Happy uh, weekend, everybody
0: yeah, out there.
1: Have a good time, Pockets. What do you got coming up this weekend? Uh,
0: I don't know. Same old. <laughs> nah, I'm and flag football tomorrow. We got a coach's meeting, and I got to mm-hmm. fix brakes on my car because uh, it's not good right now. So not I got good. a lot of fun
1: stuff. Yeah, got the squeal going. Oh, it's not a squeal. It's a. <sighs> oh. It's metal. Oh. Yeah, it went past the squeal, oh. so oh. yeah, you ignored right. the squeal for a couple. No, of years. it didn't even squeal. Somebody it went right past there. the squeal. Ah, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> best of luck with that. Best of luck with the officiating, Tommy. Enjoy the trip down to Orlando. Oh yeah, man! Oh yeah. Uh, I will be the football nerd who watches the Senior Bowl and nice. the Flag Football Somebody's game this weekend. Right, like I will be that guy with the TV on, watching all that. So happy. Uh, good and healthy and happy weekend, to everyone out there. That'll do it for us today here on Jaguars Today. So, for Tom McMahon, it's Dylan Denmark. I'm Tony Smith, Mike Dempsey. We will be back with you on Monday here on Jaguars Today on 1010XL.